hey. Uh, oh, hey, and uh, 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 that was our opening. We're Rocket Punch coming at you very half-assedly this week. That wasn't half-assed. Com- you put your whole ass into that. <laughs> My gigantic Robotnik-like ass. Yeah, that laughter in the background is for the second time we're having a guest uh, podcaster Avenger. Kalimdork. Hmm? Kalimdork. No, I, I don't... No. <laughs> yes. Fine, we're, we have Avenger here with us today. All right. Hi all. Hi all. Hi all. Your voice is very bad. That's your voice. That's you. My voice is very bad today, so I apologize. Don't apologize. Everyone wants to hear your sexy voice, Avenger. Oh, you know it. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's the best you can do. That's sad. Um, So, I don't know. We're working off two mics here instead of... The way we did it before, we had one mic and everyone was talking into it, but now we have, like, two mics, so I don't know how well Avenger is actually going to like come up on this but i guess i'll give him the mic when he needs to talk it'll work no, like, I hope as so. much as i think it won't work it will work so what are we going to talk about today i don't know i kind of wanted to talk about rhythm tengoku the greatest new ds game ever no well what's it about what is rhythm tengoku? rhythm tengoku it's like all right you played WarioWare, right yeah that's obviously not made by like the main wario guys like wario land and WarioWare are two different development teams they they made WarioWare. they do their own thing but they also made uh rhythm tengoku and that's uh rhythm heaven for you know i guess i'll just call it rhythm heaven I ain't okay and uh they t- made a ds game where it's like WarioWare and oendon like combined and i didn't think that was possible but what they'll do is they'll give you uh like a mini game maybe you're uh maybe you're like three people diving into the water and like one person dives one person dives and then you need to click to dive into the water and then you all have to pop up like in a row they'll make up you know cool mini games based around music and rhythm and it's fun as hell so is that what we're going to be talking about today Nah, i guess we watched all those bad sonic the hedgehog cartoons for a reason not all of them were bad well i don't know on what was uh what was it underground just it's still leaving a bad taste it's in my mouth. It's still leaving me a delicious taste in my mouth. I cannot understand how you don't love Sonic Underground and its music. Ditto it's... what Wing Zero here said. So on today's sexy episode of Rocket Punch, I, Fildy Monkey, Wing Zero, and Avenger will be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. All encompassing Sonic the Hedgehog. We're gonna get this out and we're gonna be done and we will never speak of it ever again. We will have we will completely forget all of the knowledge we have tried to attain today Sonic? for this podcast. Who's Sonic? I've never heard of this character. Is, does he shoot be. fireballs and attack large lizards? He wears lizards? blue overalls and he fights Godzilla. And continues several Italian stereotypes too. Yeah. Ooh, too all far. right. So I don't know. Before we get into this whole thing that we've brought upon ourselves, uh, okay. So Rhythm Ten Goku came out. What else? Uh, Nintendo is being sued, or already was sued, for some kind of patent infringement for the Classic Controller. And they were, like, really close to pulling all the Classic Controllers off the shelves at stores. But, I don't know, I guess they already paid into the suit or something. Or maybe they They're Nintendo. They're like... They probably bought the company that sued them. I'm sorry, (laughs) we're just waving our money here to cool us off. And we didn't know you there with your little Classic Controller. Well, considering they spend more money on research and development than the entire United States government, yeah, I think they've got the money to pay it off. Do you have a source for this? 
Uh, yeah, I, well, not on hand, no, but I could get it, yeah. Like, if you could send it to me, and I'll put it up along with the podcast. Well, well, okay, a rough estimate, I think it was something like the United States government spent in 2007 $30 million, million, not billion. On research and development, and development in into general? New technology, in okay. general. Nintendo spent $153 million. Wow. So, yeah. I think they've got the money to pay it off. You could... I might be wrong on the numbers, but I'm pretty... Uh, if you could send something, I'll put it up with the podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll look for it. Thank you. Okay, um... Any other video game news? Uh, Soul Calibur 4 came out this week, but none of us have a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox 360. I thought you had Metal Gear Solid 4. I do own Metal Gear Solid 4, but I already told you the system's too expensive right now. So you have Metal Gear Solid 4, yet you do not have a system to play Metal Gear Solid 4 on. I already explained this, okay? The special edition, I assumed, would be a special edition. It would be hard to get later when I actually get the system, so I bought it in advance. That uh, doesn't seem to be the case. So uh, maybe I'll just end up selling it. Who knows? And it usually is, too. It usually is. Like, for instance, with the special edition of, what, Metal Gear Solid 3? Which is impossible. Exactly what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, that was the main reason for it. So, I don't know. Soul Calibur 4 came out, and all I got to say is boobs. boobs. Boobs all over the place. Have you played it? I actually have played it. My neighbor has it. And it is ridiculous the amount of boobage that they, like, put into that game. This isn't the first time, really, that there's been a boob engine in a video game. I understand. You know, I'm not debating that. You know, I guess I should be totally used to, you know, like, this Dead or Alive stuff. I'm like, I'm like, no, not Soul Calibur 2. I'm like, ah, ah. But uh, also they let you customize your characters but you you know how in like three you can make your own character am i right yeah well this you can actually customize the characters that already exist so if there's like a girl with big boobs like cassandra or something like that i can just remove almost all of her clothing if i want to i'm like is wow that's really that's a great option you, they put into the game is this really why you play soul caliber wing zero this if it if it throws my opponent off and uh, they they play worse because you know my character is barely wearing anything. Whether Maybe you should use the boob engine they created to put boobs on male characters, and that will throw them off. You know what throws people off? Man ass, hairy man ass, and loincloths. Oh, oh come on! It's in there. They did it. Really? Oh yeah. I respect like, them for going both sides of it. Like Taking I was, the ass engine and the boob engine. Like, I was playing as the dude with, like, this triceratops uh, skull on him. I can't remember. You know, he's like a barbarian, right? And he did, like, this, this like, spinning kick. And I'm like, I only saw it for a second. But it had this image of man-ass that just, like, burned into my mind. I'm like, no, why would you put that into the game? Uh, aside from that, other technical things. I'm not even going to get into why, why Yoda and Darth Vader like even have anything to do with these games but they uh they removed the did Link have anything to do with it did spawn have anything to do with it did that guy from tekken no but it was like a novelty it It was kind of funny uh, now and i'm like now it's just kind of annoying you know like oh wait darth vader against uh yoshimitsu that's that's a real fair fight lightsaber against like my your old medieval steel That's that's. You totally realize great. there's gonna be people kicking people's ass using Yoshimitsu on Dark Theater, and there's gonna be all these new new people who play fighting games, and they're gonna be choosing Darth Vader and getting their ass handed to them. Well, I guess that's the one good thing that came out of it. Like at least in Smash Brothers, if you find a character from another series and you didn't like that character, you can at least beat up on them. So in that respect, fine. 
Uh, one last thing that I didn't really like about 4, like, it's a pretty damn good game, but they removed the Chronicles of the Sword thing from 2 and 3 that I really, really liked. Do you, you remember what that was? the story mode with all the secrets? Yeah, basically it was like you would fight a dude, they would pull up a little story, and then it would be a choose-your-own-adventure thing. It's like, okay, this dude ran away. Yeah, I know, I remember that from 3. I remember that. There was an interesting uh, take on it, though putting that in a type of that kind of fighting game. Right, right. It's like, okay, this dude ran away to this other kingdom. Do you go left into the swamps or you go right? And, like, the, the levels would change. Like, okay, now I'm in a cage match all of a sudden. It's like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. I got to adapt. They removed they remove that. I'm like, why would you even take that out? That was a great idea. Uh, let me think. I guess that's really all I want to say on video game stuff. Kind of slow week. I guess Korg DS came out the, uh, the DS synthesizer game, but I'm so musically inept that I can't even, like, take advantage of it. Okay. Then in terms of animation news, first of all, Pony on the Cliff, the new Hayao Miyazaki film, is out in Japan, and there is a trailer going around for... Well, there's a trailer. Are there any thoughts on this? Speak! Was that the one we saw today? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you, you can talk into the mic. You're not... No, no, no. I, I was just wondering if... Because like, my memory's kind of... He's Could you me. put I, I it into your mouth so maybe yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. The, our, our um, listeners can hear? I'm used to headsets, sorry. More advanced technology. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, too much Counter-Strike. Um, I thought it was very... Like Phil here said, it was kind of 2D, but it wasn't bad, actually. It wasn't bad Is at there, all. Do you have a problem with 2D? No, not at all. No, I happen to like it. I, I happen to like it, though. That That's the point. Are you saying there's a... You said you saying this as if... 2D is a disadvantage towards 3D. No, well, as I said, this is all, all of 2D film. There are no 3D effects used in this film. No, no. I guess, I guess my point is that we're so used to like the newer animated movies, not all necessarily Japanese, that are all 3D digital, and it's just refreshing to see something that's you know more 2D classic style. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Wing Zero. Um, this game. Uh, sorry, this game. God, I got games on my mind like crazy. This uh, movie has a lot more frames, I noticed, than previous stuff. It's it's hard to notice at first, but I thought it looked a lot more fluid. It was just like, wow. Than previous Miyazaki films? Yeah, and that's like saying a lot, com- uh, considering how uh, how they animated before. Maybe it's just because uh, the, the, art, the art style is a little different. It's 2D, and I'm noticing it more. But like some of that stuff where they had the ocean water moving looked so freaking realistic. It still was, blows my mind how What this I really liked done. was the character Ponyo, who was the little fish we saw. I liked the way they like let her flap around just like a little goldfish in the, in the bucket they put her in. Yeah, you know it's it it she, you know it looked good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm fumbling again. Damn my inability to podcast. Well, uh, it looks really uh, really good. Um, I was thinking the whole time, you know how uh, the main kid is supposed to be. Modeled after uh, Hayao Miyazaki's son, Goro Miyazaki, right? Did he say that? He said that, yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, you know, it's like, is this uh, gonna, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to see the the guy made a movie almost basically about his son. Even well, if it's not in those so much words, you know. Like, that's kind of strange. So this is the same Goro Miyazaki who made Tales of Earthsea. Yeah, which, you know, which eh, put a lot so of friction great. between the two. I have not seen it yet. Yeah, it's It looks good. You know, it's Snow Miyazaki film, I guess. Okay. Then, in other news, San Diego Comic-Con has come and go. And surprisingly, I have not been able to find much news coming from it. 
So what news do we have? The most news I do have is that BetTV is announcing two television series, well, two animated series based on the Black Panther comic books from Marvel and Hannibal, which I don't know what that's going to be based on. What, like the guy who eats people? No. (laughs) This is something else entirely. The TV series. That's what I thought it was. No, that's that's what I thought it was. What, what, maybe you, you have to pull this mic closer, because otherwise it's very dull. Yeah, no, that's who I thought it was, that Hannibal was about the, you know, Silence of the Lambs, all that stuff. I don't know what Hannibal is about. I did not find a description of that. Yeah, I guess we don't care enough about it. Like, you know, when I hear the word adult animation, it's always in the frame of, we're cool, we're hip, like Adult Swim. And then Adult Swim is like, we're so Ash and McGee, we're, we're giving it a third season. And it's like, is this what's cool and hip? But they don't give. Uh, but they ended up canceling Stoker and Hoop. What the hell? It's a matter of opinion. It's. I'm just saying that they're doing this adult animation, and they're not understanding that it's the quality of the show, and not making these strange concepts. I feel like the same way. You remember when Spike TV had like Stripperella and Ren and Stimpy and all that stuff, and they're like, yeah. adult action TV animation. I kind of feel like this is the same thing. It's just going to be a bunch of crappy shows that are going to bomb. Ren and Stimpy were the greatest. I'm sorry. I used we to had our that. podcast on Ren and Stimpy. I know, I know. You weren't there. I know, I'm it's sorry. It's over. We're not allowed to talk about Ren and Stimpy ever again. Talk about Ren and Stimpy. Hell, I'll do three more Ren and Stimpy podcasts if I have to. Will you? Will you really? Phil. Or you- Phil. You've hurt my feelings. Here. Good. Leave. I'm glad that you're leaving. Who are you talking about? We were talking about Spike TV. Spike TV. insulting me. That's what you were doing. I'm sorry. I'd just like to insult you. All right. So, uh, I don't know. Like I was already saying, no high hopes. If it happens to be good, eh. Just yeah. kind of like the same uh, way that I should be going into the Sonic games. Like, also, I should also mention this. On July 28th, Freakazoid came out on DVD. The first season. Get it. Oh, man. Did, another thing that happened recently. Did uh, Gurren Lagann end up airing on Sci-Fi yes. Channel? I totally missed it. You missed it? I missed it. I recorded it, but I've only watched the first episode so far. How's it dubbed? It's decent. Kamina doesn't have the energy that he does in the Japanese version, but he's coming along. Hmm. Like, that's actually his voice is, you probably know him, because his name is Kyle Hebert. Hebert? That doesn't really sound he all that familiar. He was Gohan in Dragon Ball Z. He Gohan was teenage in Gohan. Dragon Ball Z. Well. Like I don't know, I know. I, I remember the voice. I know that's for nostalgia's sake. That might that might work. Um, I remember the voice, but I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to hear it. But he you fits know? the tone of Kamina. It's just that, like, he needs more energy in his in his takes. He's not really into it, huh? Yeah. No, he's into it. But everyone else, I like a lot. I like the I like the rest of the cast so far. However, I guess I can't really talk about it until we actually watch it. You know, I mean, I could just be throwing out things about the dub of uh, Gurren Lagann without seeing it, but that would be that would just be for my fun. I mean, no one on the internet does that. Nope. 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 Internet love machine. <laughs> they just like everything that comes on. Everyone just watches everything and just goes. That was all right. No, oh, I, I was completely okay with. I that. I enjoyed that completely. Uh, All right, man. so are you ready to talk about Sonic? Yeah, man. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the freaking Hedgehog. As as once was said, Sonic the Hedgehog, he's so fast that you can't see. He's, Sonic the Hedgehog, he is going to make Mobius free. Sonic he's the Hedgehog. Dog. He's it, the fastest thing alive. 
the, the two different songs. <laughs> but he is. He is the fastest thing alive. And Blue that's streak. that's saying a lot. That means he can beat the Flash. He can beat the Roadrunner. He can beat Speedy he can't Gonzalez. Beat he can is, beat Superman. He, he can't beat the Roadrunner. The Roadrunner would easily beat him. Yeah, and plus he has to outsmart the Coyote. Oh. That was a good uh, twenty seconds uh, of nerding it up there. What, what about what about the Coyote with a rocket strapped to him? He can't. He still wouldn't win. The Coyote would still defeat him and eat him, like we always predicted he would. You know, I never thought I'd say this. Being a, okay, I'm, you're probably gonna think I'm a hypocrite, but that was the nerdiest thing I've ever heard. You have, did it, sir. You have not been on this podcast long enough. Oh no. <laughs> so Sonic the Hedgehog is a blue creature that is somehow a based off of a brown spiked hedgehog. And a spin saw. A spin saw, definitely. So, here's the story. Here's the scoop. The lowdown, if you will. The main story. The main story of the day is that sometime in the early 90s, Sega needed a new mascot because their last franchise, uh, Alex the Kid. Alex Kid in uh, Dreamworld or whatever. Wasn't exactly cutting it. Not I'd, so great. So they are like, hey, we got this sexy new Sega system. Maybe we should use something to incorporate our sexy fast speeds. Our blast processing, as they put it so eloquently. So they decided they needed a character that could go really fast. So first they thought of a rabbit. That didn't really do anything. Then they thought of a fat man with a pillow. Then they thought of Rystar, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, that, I love Rystar. I mean, but that's a totally different type of game. That's like swinging but on But then eventually, things. they put all of their powers together combined, and they made Sonic. Oh, I thought they were, you were going to say Voltron. I'm no. like, if that was the origin story for Voltron, Voltron was like half freakish little man, half rabbit, half Sonic the Hedgehog, and it combined into Voltron. Oh, man. I would totally love that. Oh, and you can't forget about Super Vector Man. Who? Vector Man. Yeah, what about Vector Man? Yeah, what about? I can't believe you're going off tangent like this, Avenger. Oh, I we know. We bring you here to do our Sonic the Hedgehog podcast, and you sit here and talk about Vector Man? Oh, well, apologies. That's like going on a Sonic podcast and talking about Mario. Oh, well, sorry, but I was playing, what was it, Mario? Not, look what, you're screwing me up now. No, I was playing Sonic Gems, and I happened to discover Vector Man. I wondered why it would have been in there, that's all. You know why it isn't in there? It's not in there because the Japanese version had Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3. And what do we get because the game wants to keep an E rating instead of a teen rating? Vector Man. That's, what, that's Vector why Man, it's in there. Vector Man, come on. Yeah, Vector Man was like Sega's answer to Donkey Kong Country. So, going back to Sonic. Can, can we talk about Sonic here? Yeah, so he's, so he's a blue hedgehog. He likes to roll up into a ball down hills and then just like barrel through things and blow them up. And defeating various robotic animals. And he, I he don't battles the evil Dr. Ivo Eggman, quote unquote, Robotnik, as us Americans know him, as us true Americans know him. As Dr. Robotnik. I mean really, what's more intimidating? Hey, I'm Dr. Robotnik. I turn helpless little animals and people into robots. Oh hey, I'm Eggman. I do the same thing, but yeah, I'm Eggman. <laughs> That's not intimidating at all. Well, it's also the difference between the names. There's also, like, Robotropolis between, like, Eggman Fortress. Well, th- yeah, I don't know. Let me think. Didn't the, the Death Egg, you death know, egg. that was supposed to be the Death Star. The Death right? Star? 
Well, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog has ripped off its share of things. I mean, Death Egg, Death Star, Seven Chaos Emeralds, Seven Dragon Balls, Super Sonic, Super Saiyan. But in any case, can we talk about Sonic, the video game? We are. We're talking about its roots, what it uh, ripped off to become what it was. Now, Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know how well custom us gamers of the today age know Sonic, but the point of the game was you ran really fast and you jumped... And then maybe you hit a box. And the box exploded, and you got rings. You got a hundred of them, you get one up. It was very simple. And then maybe sometimes something jumped out of the background and hit you, and then you lost all your rings. But you couldn't get them all because they'd all disappear. Yeah, even if you had, like, 300 rings, only, like, 30 would pop up. That always pissed me off. I'm like, I want to get infinite one-ups, but it doesn't work that way. I know, but the coolest thing about it was, and I used to do this because I'm kind of minimalist this way, I would go. I once tried going through the whole game with one ring, because it's all you really need. As long as you, if you have zero rings and you get hit, you die. But you get one ring, you go through it. Don't have to worry about it. As long as you got that one ring back, you'd be okay. Oh well, hey, if you want to cheat, I mean, like the last level of the game, you didn't even have rings. Oh, the last level of uh, Sonic One and Sonic Two. Man, you didn't have rings. You didn't have any rings, and then it's like. But Sonic One. Sonic 1 was the, you would stand on, the beam would attack you, and you would have to dodge the beam, right? No, Sonic, uh, at the end of it, you had three columns, and Robotnik would drop down from one of them and block you off, and, like, okay, it, was, it would be like three electrical uh, balls would come down, and one of them would give you a little enough space to jump over it or, like, jump through it, and then, like, the piston would come down, and then you would have, if you, if you were lucky enough, Robotnik would be in it, and you would have to attack it and then repeat over and over okay. and over and over again. I don't know. It, was, uh, it wasn't extremely hard or anything. I mean, it's no, uh, I'd say, man, the, the, the hardest one, Sonic and Knuckles... And, uh, with Sonic 3, the last uh, battle with Robotnik, that thing was that nuts. That was easy. The Sonic, the final Robotnik battle, I'd have to say the harder battle is just playing Sonic 3, where you'd have to hit this little spot on Robotnik, and his all area, other area would be spiked. Oh, yeah, the giant, like, spike machine, that totem pole thing? Yeah. That thing was nuts. I don't... I remember uh, I played Sonic 2 again earlier. I played a, I replayed a lot of them before the podcast, and those two games just like they're not extremely hard as long as you get the patterns down. They're good. But oh, absolutely! I played some of the newer Sonic games, like I don't know, like Sonic Rush, Sonic and the Secret Rings, and stuff. Those bosses are easy. Avenger, you look like you have something to say. Oh no, I was just gonna say something about the um, what was it, the Sonic. The end of what, was, what were you talking about? Sonic Three. I was talking about how the new games are easy. He want he wanted to go on about Sonic and Knuckles. That's what he wanted to go on about. No, but um, I I guess I'm this kind of got a special place in my heart because I know I started playing video games later than these people did in my life, or at least Wing here. Um, but Sonic and Knuckles was my first, actually my first video game I ever owned. Period. Just Sonic and Knuckles. Yes, yeah, yeah, Sonic awesome. and Knuckles. Quiet, Wing Zero. What the hell is Boxel? Oh, that is the greatest game ever made. Sorry, that is the great. I'll explain. Lower your lower your voice. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, (coughs) briefly, it just it's a puzzle solving game where you have to move boxes around, and if you don't move one single box correctly, the whole level ends. That's it's it takes for a person if you have good problem solving skills, it's a really fun game. So it's like Tetris with boxes. Yes, and there's and you don't have a time limit, so. So going back to Sonic. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles. Super. Yeah. Your second game. 
Can can we go on about Sonic? I think but, okay, but it was I really the first. Listeners. It was really the first. I think, game I, I, I think ever our played. listeners really want to hear you. Yeah, go right. Live. Yeah, Wing here is is really screwing me up because he likes to do that. That's what he does anyway. But uh, that game has a special place in my heart. You know, I, I really enjoyed that, and I'd have to say that I I did go through eventually and play through Sonic One, Two, and Three, and. I have to say, I still happen to like Sonic and Knuckles the best, especially if you attach it with Sonic 3, so... That, okay. That's all I wanted to say. Okay, I can understand that. Like, in Sonic and Knuckles 3 has... Like, I would... Let's discuss the differences between the three Sonic. The four Sonic... Well, there's... Are you... Are we talking about the 2D ones? The 2D ones. Okay, so let's start all the way at the beginning. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog was very... I wouldn't call it linear, but I would say it was just... You go through, you fight the boss, there's not many many puzzles or areas you really have to get through well like in the first level the second area you've got that uh well what was the second area marble garden zone yeah anyway uh or maybe that's from sonic 3 either way you had like a lot of pushing block puzzles and a lot of secrets and that second area that was really more like puzzle solving it it, it switches things up uh i'd say the first game like even though it doesn't have the spin dash it's it's slower um my cat is it's really close cat? to but the, the power, power cord. cord. He is like clawing at it, and I do not want him to do that. Would you excuse me for a minute? Yeah, sure. So Sonic the Hedgehog one, it was just like you know, you would uh, roll into things, you would bounce off stuff, maybe go through a spring. It was very standard Sonic stuff. It hasn't the game series hasn't changed a lot from the first game. Uh, the second one, it kind of got divided fr- uh, in between really. Uh, really slow and slightly fast areas and uh it was kind of like sonic the hedgehog 2 was was you could go through an entire level as fast as you can like through speed but then like the bottom half of the level would be like more hey take your time and kind of you know explore a little find some boxes and stuff okay and then uh like sonic 3 and knuckles which is one game yes anybody who says others just well, doesn't understand the marketing that campaign they were two different Companies that worked on Sonic and Three and Sonic Three and Knuckles. Not really. It was still it was still Sonic Team. Is what? No, Sonic Team didn't work on Sonic uh, and Knuckles and Sonic Three. My mistake. A lot of the people from it, but not completely. Anyway, um, they made Sonic. The demand for Sonic Two, uh, was really high. That came out. Then they wanted Sonic Three, and they were like halfway through making the game, and they're like, "Well, we gotta release it as it is." And here's your half a game. Give us fifty bucks, and then they released. It was a smart strategy. Yeah, that was smart as hell, and uh, they they got me good. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, they released Sonic and Knuckles. It's like, oh, here's your new game. Oh, it coincidentally locks on with Sonic the Hedgehog three. It gives you double the length of the game. I it's was like, kind of excited by that lock on concept because I thought you could apply it to any game and you would get and Knuckles. So oh I'm man! Like, hell yeah! Wrist and, and Stimpy Knuckles. and Knuckles. Let's play this bitch. And oh man! If you could put Knuckles into into Streets of Rage, which his Japanese name is uh, Bare Knuckle, that would be the most amazing thing. But ever. When, but lo and behold, if you put it into anything other than a Sonic game, it says no, no way. way, no way, and it has them no way their th- fingers. <laughs> it's like nope, can't let you do that, Sonic. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Internet. That wasn't even like a Star Fox thing. I was just that just came out. Um, so yeah, but you, if you could, you could hook it up to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and play as Knuckles, which completely broke the game, but it was still fun. What do you mean broke the game? Well, I don't know, in, uh, 
let's take the second uh, area for example you could climb up to like really 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 high areas and just kind of glide the rest of the area oh yeah that's that's just one example or like the hilltop zone you could glide that entire area i have got to try that seriously well basically like they they kind of put like a few extra uh extra live boxes on these places where they assumed people would climb to the top but you can glitch through a lot of really cool stuff in that it's it's fun uh, it's debatable whether sonic the hedgehog 2 or sonic the hedgehog 2 with knuckles and uh sonic and knuckles attached to it is better but uh i don't know it's just personal preference okay. i don't think it's going to be any any big deal Oh, man, there were good games. But the best Sonic game ever? Sonic CD. Sonic CD? Sonic CD. When was Sonic CD made? It's a confusing production process. Sonic CD was made after Sonic 1, but released after Sonic 2. So, technically, it was supposed to be released after Sonic 1, but uh, they already had finished 2, and their CD system wasn't quite off the ground yet. So, they released it after 2 was out, because, you know, everybody wanted a new Sonic game. And that game just still blows me away. It's hard. Oh, yeah, it is really hard. Like, the the options they give you for that game, even for the time period, is, like, the direct... Sonic 2 went into a much linear direction. Here, we added Tails, and there's more areas. Have fun. And then Sonic CD added, here's all these puzzles, and here's these multiple paths that you have for each level exactly it was just like hey play the game however you want you want to save the future save the future you want to save the past you want to blow up uh and search for these like hologram projectors of uh of metal sonic you can do that too there was a lot of exploration in that game but it was still fast enough where it felt like a sonic game oh yeah definitely wait so i remember seeing uh, some animated scenes where you're like racing Sonic, uh, Metal Sonic, I should say. So would you, for instance, I'm not very versed on this game because this is the one game I did not play through all the way. In Sonic CD, there was, in the final levels, you would have a race in one of the stages against Metal Sonic. And if you lost the race, you would automatically die. So, okay, I guess the question is, this would you have to unlock a certain path to get to even that point? No, not at all. Like oh, okay. you could beat the entire okay. game without getting the bad, without getting the good ending. You so, would still get, you would still say you have to go and co- defeat all of these mysterious machines. I don't know. That game just had so much going for it. It was like in Sonic the Hedgehog two and okay in Sonic the Hedgehog one. You had three zones, or two zones, you to two, every You had three area. zones in Sonic 1. Right. Two Sonic so, you had three zones in that, and then they, they took that to the next level. In Sonic CD, they're like, hey, here's your three zones. Oh, but guess what? There's a future and a past version of each of those. So, you got nine zones per zone. When and I was so surprised by that concept when I first heard of it. Yeah, man, that was some good stuff. And if you went to, like, uh, if you got, like, the bad future for an area, like, the game would become harder on you. Like, there were more spikes and stuff and more enemies in areas, a lot of a lot of traps, too. I'm like, oh, god damn it. So you're punishing me for doing bad? That's a great way f- to make me better. And it did. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'll show you. I'll get the future ending, which I've only done once. I've only gotten, like, every good future for every area once to get that slightly different, very underwhelming, better ending. So... Around 1990 to 1994, Sega had this sexy new franchise, Sonic the Hedgehog, and they decided, 
maybe we should capitalize on this. We'll we'll get a Burger King meal. Oh God, did they ever! I love those toys. The little flying helicopter tails. I wish I still had that thing. I think I still have one of those. In oh, the you basement gotta somewhere. show me that somewhere. They had uh, they had little uh, Game Gear game. Not the game. They had Game Gear games, of course. No, they, they were those, they were Tiger Electronics. The Tiger that, Electronics, where you'd be like, a Bennett, a. It's like I lost already. <laughs> but also, what they really capitalize on at this time were the animated series. Because Sonic not only had one animated series going at a time, he got but two. two. What did Mario have two at the time? He had three, but those were all at different times. At different right. time periods. They weren't. They weren't bombarding you at the same time. So here's how it worked. So Deke, you may know Deke. Cause they did this low soul show called Inspector Gadget. And they also did uh, uh, the uh, Inspector Gadget Inspector and the Gadgetinis. Yeah. They also did <laughs> um, uh, uh, They did Inspector Gadget. That's enough. Wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but I seem to remember that they once did Scooby-Doo for a very short period of time. They no. Archie. They, they did Archie. Archie, Archie is like... The stereotype of those kinds of characters. Because I, like... I guess I remember when I was little, I had a really long videotape of cartoons, and they were like basically all Inspector Gadget. But then there you was know what some else Scooby-Doo, because I used to love Inspector Gadget. They did Heathcliff. Oh, I love Heathcliff. Oh, man. And Heathcliff. that's all they did. That's yeah. all of they've done. And they also did Sailor Moon and Knights of the Zodiac. But we, we won't go in on that. Never again. So, Never. in the 90s, they were like, hey, Deke, make us a sexy new cartoon to sell. So, first, Deke made this series called Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Wait, is that that was the uh, the cartoony Looney Tunes kind of yeah, one, Yeah, that's right? the comedy one. And, ba- basically, there's a pilot you can find on the internet of, like, of test footage for the show, which is very funny. And very well animated. I think it's all directed by Milton Knight, who also designed the characters for that show. Man, I wish we had more like slapstick humor like that in, in newer cartoons, but they don't. They don't make it so, that way anymore. Basically, they pitched this idea to ABC, who at the time had their Saturday morning block, and they're like, "Nope, we need something more with a little more edge." So that went to syndication, and. What came out was what most fans call Sonic Saturday AM, which was... Uh, well, it was very smart of them, first of all, to ma- release two Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons at the same time, both called Sonic the Hedgehog. It's called Adventures, and then there's Sonic the Hedgehog. It's not, diff- it's not different enough. I was always confused. I would go into the TV Guide channel and be like, okay, when's Sonic the Hedgehog going to be on? Oh, man, 6 a.m. And then I'll be all sad, and it's like, later I found out, I'm like, oh, wait, that's the crappy one that I didn't like. No problem. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, hey, at the time, I appreciate it more now. I used to wake up at 6 every morning to see that show. I was just... Adventures? Yeah. I thought you liked the Sonic the Hedgehog. Wait a minute, now I'm getting see, confused. Now, confused. now we're you confused. You see, what I remember you telling me today is that you like the one that we watched on the DVD with the Inspector Gadget telling us how to work the DVD menu. Okay, was, so the only way I can distinguish between these two... The serious the, one. The one with the anthropomorphic am, animals as was, all the characters. Was that the one? Was that the... Yeah. Okay, so that was the one with the evil Robotnik? That was the one with... The really uh, evil, I That mean, was the one style. with uh, the voice of Winnie the Pooh as Robotnik. I shit you not. No, 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 no. Just yes, not. I'm serious. That's no, the no, one no, with the on. evil Robotnik. 
Okay, then that's, that's the, the one, one roboticizing. To, that's the one I used to watch. That was the one on ABC in the morning, on Saturday mornings. Th- that's the one I used to watch then. I got confused. Sorry about that. And the one that was in the syndication on Monday to Friday was Adventures, which had the Long John Baldry, who was a very, very cool musician as Robotnik, and very probably my favorite Robotnik out of all of them. We just listened to some of his stuff. He was a damn good musician. I'm surprised that, you know, this voice actor, who he was still good as a voice actor, was able to do that kind of stuff. Because he has a very... He had a very nice voice for singing. And then he went from this to, like, that Garani voice he uses as Robotnik. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, multi-talented, I guess. Well... You know, you don't let these voice actors fool you. And again, I'm not going to get off on a tangent here. I'm just going to go something, say something really short. But it's you're insulting a dead guy, by the way. Oh no, I oh I didn't know he was dead. But seriously, though, it's like David Hayter, the guy who does the voice for Solid Snake. Yeah, if you listen to the way he normally talks, he sounds nothing like Solid Snake. Nothing. So I should be complimenting them? No, no, I'm just saying in general, these voice actors are very good at what they do. They're very good at modulating That's what I just said. Yeah, right, I'm just saying. Except uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog animated movie. God uh, damn it. But (laughs) also, what we have not talked about is Sonic the Hedgehog, the guy who speeds Keeds, the guy who is fast. He's got a juice loose. Is voiced by Jay Lee White, who some of us might know better as Urkel. God, a little kid, I want to punch him in the face so bad. You know, I keep saying that. And it's really weird to hear him and think that's Urkel because he, you can feel it in his voice, but he's got a, he's got a nice voice for this. Yeah, yeah. What was the, the what is, what is he up to? What's he do anyway? Nothing. 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 Family matters like uh, reunions. Nothing. Ah <laughs> oh, man, so. Let me think. Oh, that Saturday morning, the the second one, the serious one. Oh man, that would that freaked me out so much. As there a are kid. some things that'll give children nightmares in that show. Like, like I don't know. Flapjack is the only recent thing in memory that like really freaks me out today. Watching to it. To elaborate on this, the concept in the serious Saturday morning cartoon was a concept called roboticizing, <laughs> wherein which Robotnik would turn any human being or anthropomorphic animal into a robot. And it's not the cool kind of robot like Bender. It's the creepy kind of robot that doesn't have a mind of its own and kind of screams like he's a lizard. Oh, God. Like, when they show... They first, like, a couple episodes in when uh, Sonic finds his Uncle Chuck and he's like, Hey, Uncle Chuck, Uncle Chuck, don't you know me? And he's like... Ah! And I was like, I was freaking out. I'm like, ah! That used to be a hedgehog like Sonic! And Sonic can't be taken down. He's my hero! I'm like, ah! And they're like chili dogs. <laughs> yeah, that freaked me out. And then, like, he gets his memory back a little bit. And then he's like, I'm losing control of my mind. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I'm like, man, I can't wait to wake up next sen- Sunday morning to see some more of that again. <laughs> it, was, it was, I think what it is is that it's a cool show to watch when you're a kid. It's, like, it's okay to watch now. It's not the best thing in the world. Mil- I- a mi- million times better than, like, the spin-off comic books what they have become and the comic books which were based off this tv series the serious one Mm -hmm. which have been going on even to this day i think it's been a decade now yeah long time for those comic books 14 years 15 years no but i i kind of like that one you know the one with the roboticizing i'm not saying anything bad about it no but i i guess out of all of them i i guess i did over time see all of them i just kind of blocked them out from my memory but that was really my favorite. I really thoroughly enjoyed it when I was little. I enjoyed it too as a kid, but like growing 
up, I felt more respect towards the Adventure Society of the Hedgehog just because it wasn't a show that... It could have been a show that could just as easily been as bad as the Super Mario Brothers cartoons. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. It right, was really yeah. cartoony, yeah. and it may have been really cheap, but it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, I gotta agree with you on that part. Yeah. And yeah. Well, you know, aside from... I don't know, do you want to say... <laughs> Man, you know, I'm I'm actually gonna put this out here. Sonic says that I was about to say that that wasn't funny. Looking back at that now, that's pretty funny. Seeing it's Grounder terribly... smoking a cigarette, he's like, "Hey, give me that cigarette." And hey, he's sitting there with this serious look. This re- Grounder is one of the little red robots you would fight in uh, Marble Zone and Sonic the Hedgehog Two, but he's green and he's just sitting there with this super serious look. Sitting there with his cigarette. It's like, I'm all badass with my cigarette. Like, look at me. I'm so cool. I also <laughs> like when they're drinking alcohol and the camera just Give puts all wonky. <laughs> and it's really... it's You can look this up if you just look type in Sonic Says and then smoking or liquor. Or, or sexual even, harassment. Which we will put at <laughs> the... the one. Which we will put at the end of this episode. There was also guns where they're using laser guns and they're like, Hey, kids! We may we may be cartoons and guns don't hurt us and then the villain just walks away casually. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty out funny. of the debris. But don't you ever touch a gun. Of That's course, no good. Of course, you wouldn't know what one looks like because we just use real. Uh, we just use laser guns, so you have no idea what a real gun looks like. But don't touch them. <laughs> so, guns are the most fun thing in the world, but never ever use them because they will kill you. <laughs> so, Sonic the Hedgehog at the top of the world on the top of the world with money and booze and women, how could he possibly fall down from this position? You know how he fell down from this position? Sonic Underground! Well, that was 1999. That was a That was when Sonic Adventure came out. uh, We still have to talk about the huge gap between Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic uh, Adventure, where nothing happened. It was terrible time to be a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Weren't there Game Gear games? Um... I'm pretty sure those all still came out around the same time as the Sega Genesis games are coming out. Like, there was Sonic Chaos and, like, Sonic Drift, I guess. But, uh, you know, nothing nothing really all that great. And those all came out, uh, I'm going to say, no no later than, like, 1995. And they were also just trying to get a, get a way to transfer Sonic into oh, a 3 world. Because Mario 64 was 96, right? Right, that was in 96. And... Like, th- by that time, they had been experimenting a lot with the concept. They had tried... They had tried so- uh, Knuckles Chaotix. They had tried Knuckles Chaotix, which was a concept for a Sonic game they were trying to do. Right, like, they were going to make a Sonic the Hedgehog 4, and the idea was Sonic and Tails would be connected by an invisible, like, force field, and they'd both hold rings. It was kind of like they were connected by a string, and you kind of rubber band your way around different areas to kind of launch yourself onto platforms and stuff. And that didn't really pan out, but they carried the idea over to Knuckles Chaotix, which, which is average. It's very average. I, said, eh. If you have the service game tap, you can play it online. I mean, it's not terrible. It's just, you know, they didn't have... Uh, I'm pretty sure the level designer from the earlier ones, not really there. Levels are kind of bland. It's very empty. Yeah, very empty. That last uh, boss battle with Metal Sonic was freaking nuts, though. Have you actually beaten the game? I have not been able to beat the levels because every time you get to the end of the level, you have this special circumstance to go through. Uh, oh, like yeah, you have to that beat... did kind of tick me off. Oh, you had to beat it in a particular way, and I never understood that. And I'm just like, you know, I could play this or I could play Monkey Island. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather play Monkey Island. 
Uh, it's, it's pretty sad to say that uh, Knuckles Chaotix is the best game for the uh, ill-fated Sega 32X, but it is, and it's and nothing special. In between that time, they also were experimenting with the concept of Sonic and 3D, which was a concept we were just looking at called Boy, Sonic Extreme. Boy, were they ever. Sonic games had always gone through many revisions and many things. Like, any of you who have been over to Sonic Cult and looked up the beta stuff for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog 3, which was split into two, you know, enough said on that, know that, you know, levels are scrapped, music is taken out, sometimes it's left in there in the Aren't beta stuff. are there bugs in Sonic 2 where you can access levels that weren't originally in the game? No, actually, the what happened was... Um, when Sonic 2 was going to come out, they at the Tokyo Game Show, I believe, they showed uh, cartridge demos of how far they were in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Somebody stole one of those kiosks, uh, got it into China. China bootlegged the, the beta prototype and sold the unfinished game like all over China. And then somebody rom-dumped that in the late 1990s, early 2000s. And that's where we have all the beta stuff from the game. But there ah. were like three, and yeah, you know, that's an entire different ROM image. Wait, so China's been doing doing this stuff that long, huh? Oh, yeah, well, you know, that's uh, that's kind of their thing, you know, pirate stuff. As our, uh, not our pirates, but eh, pirates. But uh, give me they'll 20 bucks. They'll get there, don't worry about it. Yeah. Give me a dollar. So back to what I was saying with this gigantic tangent about pirating and betas. Uh, when Sonic, uh, when the Genesis was done, okay, then the 32X kind of flopped, and they're like, well, here's Sega Saturn, uh, Nights into Dreams just sold really, really well, everybody loved it, where's our new Sonic game? And, uh, I'm not sure who was working on, uh, uh, Nights into Dreams, but it wasn't the same Sonic team, really, like, the development for this new Sonic project that they were working on shifted hands so many times that it never really uh, went through. But if uh, you go on uh, YouTube and you put down uh, Sonic Extreme Crystal Zone or something like that, there was an entire Super Mario Galaxy type game that they could have done in the mid-90s that would have looked freaking crazy. It looked very dizzying. Like, the way they worked it in the 3D is that they centered it all around this one point and all the perspective would change based on that point. And it's, if I was playing that game, I would get sick. Wait a minute, though. Well, think about Nights in the Dreams, though. I mean, you it had a similar type of system in it. Though. Yeah, it did. I didn't think of this until just, like, right now, but it really had the same type of focal point in the middle where you would go up and down collecting things, and then you could see yourself on, a, on the side and then go inward, and, you know, it had the same kind of style. Except I would say that Nights in a Dream style was a little bit better adapted. Probably more like Mario Galaxy. Well, the game was released. That has another thing going for it. <laughs> okay? The game was an beta testing and then got canceled by Yuji Naka because he's like, Ah, you know what? Your game sucks. Screw you guys. You worked five years, you're fired. You know, as long as we're going into this barrier between, <laughs> between you- Sonic 2D and Sonic 3D, we can talk about Sonic the Movie. Which, okay, we're, we're talking about the terribly dubbed two yes. OVAs into one movie thing? Yes. Oh, God. I actually bought that thing full price, 30 bucks so what from a video store, like, years and years and years ago. In the late 90s, Sega made this little, like, two-part, two-episode series of Sonic the Hedgehog 
basically battling Metal Sonic and Dr. Robotnik. And everyone was there. Tails, Knuckles, Sarah. Poochie. Poochie, the rockin' dog. Sarah? Wait, who's Sarah? I, I, I don't know. This, no, you know all the animated Sonic th- uh, series have almost nothing to do with their video game counterparts. Like, you have Robotnik, you have Sonic, and then you have, like, 20 fan fiction characters. It's like, oh, hey, this is Green Sonic, and this is Pink Sonic. We're talking about Underground. We're not, that's not anime. That's pure American crap. <laughs> God bless America. Yes, Phil. Your respect points for me have gone up like fifty points there. And I'm just gonna say what? That. Because I'm insulting Deke? No, because you're insulting. <laughs> no, no, because you're insulting. You can at least recognize what American crap is. A lot of people can't. Actually, it might also be friends too. <laughs> well, then we. Well, we got all our eggs in one basket. Then I guess we're. Every uh... country hates us. Hooray! Oh, man. So, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. What a load of crap. Like, the... The dubbing of it is what makes it worthwhile to watch at least once. Yeah, it's... They kind of gave Tails this, like... Like, I don't know what I'm talking about, Sonic. This is how I talk. I'm Tails. And Sonic has this big southern drawl going on for him. It is weird. I don't know. No, he kind of talked like this. Isn't that how he did it? But he had more of a southern draw going with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to categorize what came out of that fox's mouth. Mismatched it is voices. That's what mismatched. And you know voices. who Robotnik was voiced by? Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Lord Zed. That was the guy who did Lord Zen Power Rangers. Yeah, like, I heard his voice, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's terrible. If there's any justice in the world, this guy's been, like, fired from anything he's done since. And then he's like, hey, if, uh, you know, Phil D. Monk is like, hey, Wing Zero, uh, that was that was Zed from Power Rangers. I looked this up yesterday, because I wanted to make sure I had all my information straight. Like, did anyone in this dub go on to do anything? It's like, holy crap. Oh my god, Lord Zed. Maybe he fell on some hard times, or maybe it was just bad directing stuff, but he is horrible as a robotic. Well, everyone in this movie is, in, is terrible. Yeah, very, I'd say very, the defining point bad. is, I think... The defining point is when Sonic the Hedgehog flips off Dr. Robotnik. But that doesn't happen in the Eng- English one. He flips off his index finger, right? Mm, yeah, something like that. He's like pointing to the sky. Or maybe it was just a fist, I don't remember. But it's Who cares? It's, it's an index finger. It's yeah. important. What's up there? Yeah, man, I love Metal Sonic, so, but even that couldn't save this crappy before movie. Before Sonic Adventure came out, Sega was like, Hey, Deke, make us a sexy new Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. Did we just do that twice? Yeah, you guys are good at it. We saw what you did. We saw what you did. You made quality. And we have no like, standards. And by this time, <laughs> like, I guess this was a few years before what I consider one of the worst Christmas specials ever. Santa, uh, no, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh, God. God, don't even... Did they? Yes. I remember... Which that, I think which that, is just pushed them off the chart for me. That sh- that stupid TV Christmas special got me to not watch anything on Cartoon Network for literally all of the because Christmas Because they wanted like, in marathons with itself. Like, I remember when they... The 24-hour marathon, The Iron Giant. And that movie was great. So That's good least, enough to do. So, you can't do a yeah. 24-hour marathon of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. God, but which we damn made, it. which I feel like we now have to talk about. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, so bad. I don't even know how to describe what I saw. But in any case, what they decided to do is they made a little series called Sonic Underground, 
Yeah, and I don't know what happened. It was so, just like this bad Shakespearean opening. So with, here's how it works. Ah. Sonic and his brother and sister... Who are voiced by the same person. Who are indeed voiced by Urkel once again. And Urkel are is... Little kids who lost to the throne because Robotnik took it over. And also Maurice Lamarck, who is the voice of uh, Orson Welles nowadays, <laughs> decided to take it over with him. And That's got, the only thing you can remember. In and then they grew up and they started a rock band where they played terrible songs. I think we were watching an episode where they went to the beach, but then immediately afterwards, they went to Na- Antarctica. Like, five minutes into the show. Not even... We need to talk about that whole musical thing. I thought I was watching... I thought I was, like, pranked. You know, I'm like, is this a bad anime music video? What's going on here? Is this here? YouTube poop? What it's, am I watching? What's going on here? Ice cream cone? There the- are literally ice cream cones, like, through the air as if I was watching an episode of Cromarty. Yeah, it was like watching, uh... Watching, like, an acid trip. It's just like, what's going on? It's like they throw the Beach Boys into a blender. Yeah, that that that's partially what I said when I first saw it, and I was like, "This is this reminds me of one of those old '50s or maybe it's '60s beach movies where they had a bunch of people dancing around on the beach, and then all of a sudden they and then all of a sudden they break out into rock and roll, and they gotta start dancing on the beach." And but everything. I think the best part of the show is the opening where like Sonic's little brother starts like as a baby like is playing with his food and starts playing it as if he's playing the drums like oh wow it's been foretold that he will use his magical drum power to save the world is it really magical drum power i don't i guess so we only watched half an episode because that's I've all we could research into it because i've never heard much of it uh, so know, i was always wondering what this was you know what the worst part of that series is it's not even the bad musical number that we saw what the hell is up with Urkel voicing a female character? It is the worst voice I can ever hear in my head. I can't even recreate. There's so much good in Sonic and so much bad. That's it's what's like, so fun to talk about, though. Because oh, we can just casually sit down and like, yeah, Sonic's got this nice level design. And holy fuck, he's got a green hedgehog who plays drums and to then save like the a, world. Yeah, and his like pink sister has boobs, too. You pointed that out. It's like, oh, well, well, there's no different nice. than what the comics are doing, anthropomorphizing. It's because of all the, the retarded Sonic fans out there. No offense if you're a Sonic fan. I, I like the old games. But some of you guys out there, you don't know what your priorities are, all right? Here's what your priority is. He needs to run fast, and he needs to not have the camera flip around so many times that you fall just by the means of the camera not letting you move Sonic. Which moves us into the next part of the podcast, Sonic Freaking Adventure. Which was very misleading because it was not much as much as an adventure as it was like a lesson in futility. <laughs> Big the cat, that those levels. I was just. Didn't you love trying to get froggy? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't at all. I was just really happy once I beat it because I'm like, I beat the, I beat Big's levels. Oh my god. I beat Pig's level. That's that's such an accomplishment. Oh uh, adventure. Did you actually ever play the the first Sonic Adventure game? Um, along with Sonic Chaotix, or was it Knuckles Chaotix? Knuckles Chaotix, pardon me. No, those were two games that I just absolutely have never played in my life, no. I I played Sonic Adventure 2, which I will never forget the camera angles in that game. Let's address the problems with that game. Uh, okay, like for instance, if you're going on like a straight area, the camera gets fixed like 
like where the sun would they be. They keep affixing it. <laughs> yeah. Like literally you can't see shit. Yeah, that's about where it is. And then when you try and jump around a corner, if you can, the camera then goes zoop to the left and then you wind up jumping off what you thought was a straight area into a abyss. And it, and it just really pissed me off. Now, now I've had arguments with Wing about this. Now, he doesn't agree with this, but I think the story was probably the best probably the, out of the two of them. Sonic doesn't need a story. I know, but it was okay. It wasn't as bad as people say it is. It's That's convoluted. It's, we don't understand where things are going or if they want a direction whatsoever. All right, Avenger, Avenger. That's like saying, okay, here I have a sandwich. The sandwich has no story. It's a sandwich. That's the story of it. Here's the second sandwich. The sandwich, sandwich. the sandwich is evil, and it came from the evil deli down the street. And that story sucks, but since it's the only story, you have to say by default that, oh, it had the best story. So basically, we're given this. But only the problem is, is that the blank sandwich is much... It's a much better sandwich by means. It's just the story of the evil sandwich is so convoluted that you forget that the, uh, this sandwich is, is not as well tasted. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys. You guys don't seem to remember that even remember Sonic that 1, plot. 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles... All had stories to them. You guys no. seem to forget that. Yes, they did. Check the manual. Okay, story of Sonic 1. Sonic the Hedgehog has to save all these little animal buddies from Dr. Robotnik who's turning them into robots. And he does. And the world is safe. That's the story for Number Sonic 2, one. which I will tell. Sonic and Tails save the world from Robotnik who is turning all these little animals into robots and destroying the Death Egg. But he does it with his buddy Tails. High five! Yay! Yeah. Friendship! Okay, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. So, uh, an, a mysterious island has appeared in the sky, and it's up to Sonic and Knuckles to investigate it, uh, get it and, okay, and I guess Tails too, to see, you know, what's going on. And it's being powered by some crystal, and this, uh, or it's, uh, some emerald, and Dr. Robotnik wants this emerald for his evil d- deeds. And to roboticized animals. Exactly. And uh, they save the world, blah, 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 end of story. What about Sonic CD? Oh, that's right, it's the same thing. Okay, like I said, it had the best story. I'm not saying they were all. I'm not saying they were uh, Shakespearean novels. I gotta say, Froggy, let me help you say Froggy. Okay, no, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm gonna flirt with my pole. Okay, don't even get me started on Pumpkin Hill. I'll beat, you, I'll beat the crap out of you for that one. But seriously, getting back to my original subject, they here, made a romantic angle with Knuckles and a bat. They made. Yeah, I know that was pretty they made, stupid. They literally made the final boss battle. You fight your opponent, and your opponent falls into the lava. Where Knuckle picks him up, and they have romantic glance at one another. That is not a good story. All that right, creeps the right, shit out right, of me right, more right, than right, roboticizing. All right, I'll agree with you on that point. But I'm saying, out of all the Sonic games, which all had pretty crappy storylines at that, it had the best. Okay, is that so much? That's so bad no. to say. Okay, no. then stop insulting me for my opinion. I'm not insulting you for your opinions. I'm just saying they're wrong. All right, um, I'm going to talk about... <laughs> you can't say someone's opinion is wrong. It's their opinion. You can say, oh, I disagree, but whatever, whatever. It's a podcast. Let's, let's... I, I know, Wing Zero and I had this discussion a couple days ago. Your opinion is wrong? <laughs> what? I also have the opinion that I should punch you in the face, but I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do that. I'm the biggest guy here. All right, so what was after that? Sonic Heroes. 
good damn rental, terrible game otherwise. Like, he, well, at least they kept to the bare basics. Like, Sonic, I'm going to take over the world in three days. Why don't you stop me, I guess? And then we could have some pudding. Yeah, but uh, you know what I found was the most hilarious thing about that game was the story that they slapped onto Shadow. You beat... Uh, okay, so at the end of Sonic Adventure 2, uh, Shadow crashes into the Shadow Earth. Shadow is a... And in case you don't know, Shadow is a black hedgehog. Who later gets his own game, but we haven't gotten to that also, yet. Also, he's a... Oh, crap. Yeah, the cat freaked out you out again. <laughs> well, now they're fighting. The last one was trying to attack the cord. So do you know what happens to uh, Shadow the Hedgehog after he crashes into the Earth? I haven't a clue. Um, nobody does, because you find out that the Shadow you had been playing as in Sonic Heroes is actually a robot. Created by what? Dr. Robotnik. The n- and, and he had... Like, his memories implanted into him by Dr. Robotnik, and that's why he has amnesia. And then you see, uh, like, a whole, like you figure this out because uh, Shadow's like, I have no memory, and I guess I'm a robot because here's 200 Shadow the Hedgehog robots at the end of the game. And it's like, oh, wow, that's, that's nice. That's a great plot point to put there. So it's like this character. So it's like they don't answer really anything. They just raised, like, 20 questions for that whole entire thing. I'm like, oh, that's great. But you did get to fight uh, Metal Sonic, and the the uh, you got to play as the Knuckles Chaotix characters again, which, for better or for worse, they hadn't had a game in a very long time, so I guess I'll give that to them. Not a, not a great game, but eh, and I played it. And then there was Sonic the Hedgehog. No, no way. No, there was First, not. There was Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes, there was, and I am the only person here to have played it. I haven't touched a Sonic game since Adventure. Or no, Heroes. Didn't you play Advance? Oh wait, yeah, Heroes. I don't know. I don't remember when those came out. Here, actually, I'm gonna say the the Sonic Advance games were not all that bad. Although I get the feeling that uh, Sonic Advance Two was a complete ripoff of Sonic Three. Is there a problem with that? Right. No, I don't have a problem with that actually. I because I went through playing it, I beat it, and I was like, this is almost a direct copy of Three because I was like going through one of the the ice level in in Sonic Advance Two, and I'm like, this totally reminds me of Three. But you know what I forgot to say about Sonic the Hedgehog three, Michael Jackson. Oh, don't bring up this controversy. <laughs> Michael Jackson. There's a controversy going. It's not around. even a controversy. It is proven. Michael Jackson did all of the music for Sonic the Hedgehog three, we'll and put maybe up the video one track the for Sonic the Hedgehog have, uh, and Knuckles. We'll put up the video with the podcast, and we'll have our fans decide. Draw your own conclusions, guys. But Michael Jackson freaking worked on Sonic the Hedgehog three. Is that really something you want to be proud of? Is this like that Coldplay video that's going around where they copy that their new song, uh, "Viva La Vida," from this one old rock guy from the seventies? No, but most things are copied anyway. So, you know, that's probably a coincidence. So, how was Shadow the Hedgehog? Shadow the Hedgehog, alright. Well, out of ten, ten being the best of perfect games, zero being like it hurts and does physical harm to you to play it, what would you say Sonic Adventure 2 was? Sonic Adventure 2? Yeah. Um, let's see now. They had Sonic levels, which would have been okay if I didn't die from every camera move that the game made. And there were a lot of camera moves, so I'm going to have to take off three points for that. What about the pumpkin, like, uh, you know, finding... And I'm going to have to take off two points for the Knuckles levels because they made me want to throw up. (laughs) And then there were the Tails and Robotnik levels, which really just don't add much to the equation because... There's no speed. There's just shooting missiles at things and jumping. Right, but then you, how many points do you add for the awesome ending, though? Because that, that uh, ending battle was pretty good. It was. It's still 5 out of 10. 
Yeah, well, I'd say this was about a 3 out of 10 then. Ouch. You take, like, they, I don't know, they tried to make a hip, stylish, like, Sonic the Hedgehog for teenagers, and they were going to make this a teen-rated game. In the beta shots of the game, you had aliens that you would, like, shoot with your your, your Shadow the Hedgehog gun, and they would bleed blue, uh, sorry, not blue blood, uh, red blood. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be crazy. And then you gave uh, Shadow the Hedgehog a motorcycle. And uh, he can drive five needless? people. He's like, uh, isn't that needless for a character that can already run at the speed of sound? Yeah. So, for better or for worse, he's Black Sonic. And uh, take that however way you Sonic? want to do it. What's up with White Sonic? White Sonic? I don't do, even do, do, know do, do. anything about White Sonic. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Shadow the Hedgehog was kind of like, hey, listen, we wanted to make a teen-rated game, but we were so lazy. For like the game was already basically a half done game. That's why it was a 3.0. It was ah. like a half done Sonic Adventure 2. And in the process, they were trying, they were going to make it E-rated again. But they were like, you know what? Let's leave all these dams and hells in the game because the ESRB is gonna approve our game anyway. So you know, whatever. So it's got some very awkward like dialogue, which is kind of funny at times. But well, there's do they nothing. Keep the dams and hells, or yeah, it's all in there, even though it's an E-rated game, which is pretty funny. But uh, they had this whole system where it's like you could choose to be really good or really evil or kind of evil good or something where in the middle of that. And there's like literally 200 endings. That are are all... any of them decent? No, not really. Like you're, you're fighting aliens that are supposedly evil. And like I, I didn't get enough through the story, but I'm just like, okay, this is, this is crap. This is absolute garbage. I Like I... <sighs> I, there's there's something to play out of Sonic Adventure 2. At least Sonic Adventure 2 had running away from a speeding like truck down the first a level down a makes area. the whole game worthwhile. Yeah, and like, like for at least one rental. Right, and even you know some of the grinding areas were kind of cool. But uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, God, I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, I gotta just add this in. I love that one level in Sonic Adventure 2 where you're like racing aboard a Navy carrier ship. That's what I'm, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the? Is it is? I thought you were talking about the first level. We're talking about the first level. That, that wasn't the first level. It has moments, but they're all Sonic moments. Well, no, I thought that other level. Well, anyway, I thought it was later in the game. But anyway, no, but I love that because then you like you were like flying through the air and getting bombarded by fighter jets and everything. It actually, kind of. What, what's that one game on the N sixty four that you got? Uh, Hero something or other. Oh, Sin and Punishment. It reminded me of that one level where you're like. Dodging, uh, getting shot by uh, fighter jets. I don't know why. See, that's an example of a good game, Sin and Punishment, so, which we should have a podcast of eventually. So, of course, at this point, we think, well, it's there's no way Sonic can get any worse. Maybe this new Sonic the Hedgehog that'll only feature Sonic, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll heighten our our, our uh, hopes. Our expect, yeah, you know, which has essentially been the <coughs> thought process of Sonic fans throughout the years, which is. We see a Sonic game. Give it up. Sonic's never going to be good again unless you play it on a handheld. Which is, we see a Sonic game, and it's only Sonic, and usually he's just running through a level. And we're like, oh boy, this is just going to be like the old Sonic games. Then a few months before release, there's another promo and where they add this Some weird... Some crazy gimmick. This weird twist, like Robotnik is anorexic now. or <laughs> That I would think would be funny. Or Sonic <laughs> makes that with a human girl. Or there's Shadow and a white hedgehog. Whoa! Working together to promote the equality in races. Do you remember seeing the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog for 360 and PS3 before it, like any, like just the first trailer when they first Maybe. announced it? I was like, oh my god! You know, like 
uh, Dr. Robotnik is all realistic and stuff, and I'm like, oh, and there's some princess. Well, whatever, I guess Sonic's gotta save her. You know, that's fine. You know, and then I'm like, wow, this looks hyper-realistic. This looks like it could be awesome. And then the game comes out, and I'm like, holy crap is this bad. Oh my god, it's like... They can't, for the life of them, figure out how to not make Sonic fall off of a level. But you know how you make Sonic not fall off a level? Don't give him areas to fall off. Make it either 2D, going left to right, or straight forward. And that's what they did with Sonic and the Secret Rings. They made him just go straight forward. And that was fine. You couldn't go backwards, which was kind of retarded. But, you know, as long as you were doing well... And kind of speed running it, and you weren't like bumping into anything. You were still going pretty fast. So Sega, for the life of them, does not know how to use a camera in a video game. No, they can't. Like all they need to do is position it like right behind the character. That's all they need to do. Make a third person. That's not a Sega game. So you want Sonic to be really slow, snoop around, and smoke cigarettes? That that's that's Shadow of the Hedgehog territory that you're talking would be about. So bad. No, that wouldn't be so bad. But I mean, what I'm saying is, that if they could somehow copy, if they were gonna do it in a 3D environment, why couldn't they just have an open camera angle which you could control? Because that's hard to program. Boo, freaking who? I mean, come on. We're not talking about. It's rocket hard sense. with the well with the kind of speed that we want with a Sonic game. We can't just allow. Can't just well, keep it okay. so that we can move it at any angle. That's well, okay, no, but. No, no, right, right, right. Okay, I guess what I'm saying is that they should make the. I guess what I'm saying is the developers should make up their mind what they're doing. They should either decide, okay, we're going to make. They know what direction they want to go. Oh, really? They want it. They just suck at it. I well, that shows to me that they really don't know what they want to do. They do know what they want to do, though. They want to make these kinds of games now. That's all they they want to make. They want to make Sonic not a Sonic game, and that's the problem. Right, right. So, so yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna. What I was saying was, don't. If you're going to do that kind of a game, don't do it half-ass. At least put in a decent camera. But I happen to be in favor of the old-fashioned, you know, side-scrolling type thing. Because it works. You don't fall off ledges because you're 2D. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I guess this leads us to. I I already said it earlier, but uh, Sonic Rush. Sonic Rush. No, you know what? Sonic and the Secret Rings. There we go. Then Sonic Rush. What did you think of Sonic and the Secret Rings? Have you I have tried not it all? Played, I have not touched the Sonic game since Heroes. Well, if if uh, if it's better than uh, better than Heroes, better than Adventure. So at least that's something. It's I give it like a seven, seven point It's not terrible. It has problems. It's worth a rental. It's definitely worth a rental. It's basically like you hold the controller sideways, like a Nintendo controller, and you're just running forward and kind of going left and right, dodging, I don't know, pillars and jumping over robots and, you know, homing in on enemies to go forward. Okay. And it works. It's decent. But uh, if you hit something, it takes way too long for Sonic to, like, speed up again. It's like, oh, crap, I hit a stupid spike. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to wait 10 seconds for him to speed up to top speed again. I'm like, oh, well, that's crap. And, like, in the middle of uh, the middle of your running, you might hit something again. It's like, god damn it. Also, Sonic has really long legs nowadays. Oh, man, does he ever. In the newer games for Sonic Unleashed, you know, God forbid, maybe it'll be good. But they're doing one good thing by uh, making him like a head, a head shorter. He good. actually looks a lot more. I showed you the picture comparison on my computer. Yeah, right? he looks a lot more like the original Sonic, where he just had like three spikes, you know, and he had his red buckle shoes and barely any legs. And you know, he was he, it, it would it made sense because he rolled into a ball and he had to be compact, like an actual hedgehog, you know. 
Uh, what about Rush? Did you play Rush, Rush at all? Um, I showed you. You at showed least me a... Rush. I played it a little. It seemed fun. It seemed fun to me too, but like that—that's that's one way of going with it. Sonic Two, you could kind of blaze through a level and you can make it all be about speed or you could slow down and explore a bit this is more about speed yeah rush is just all about get the hell to the end of the level as fast as possible which is fine but you know it loses a little bit it's it's one step in the right direction and uh you know i hope they make more rush games like that the sequel to rush not bad but you don't it's like you start up Sonic Rush, hey, I'm automatically playing the level, but you know what happens when you start up the sequel to Sonic Rush? Stupid-ass storyline. And you, you you find this, like, kid from Chrono Cross wannabe, who's like a raccoon, is all like, Oi, bugger, I'm this raccoon, and I live in Australia, and blah, 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 blah. Here, do this stupid minigame, and then you can start the level. Really? After you skip all these stupid dialogue boxes. I don't know. Uh. Have, you, have you tried any of this stuff? I mean, maybe you should talk about the advanced games. Uh, no, I can't say I've, I'm like Phil here, I have not played a Sonic 3D, well, I, I'd say a plat, like, on one of the major platforms since Sonic Adventure 2. I just haven't. I've, been op- I've just not been interested. However, I did like the Sonic Advance games. I don't know why, but I guess it's kind of because they were old school. Like, Sonic Advance 2 was the one I really enjoyed, and I played all through it, and I'm like, you know, this is just bringing me back to my childhood, because I grew up with Sonic and I'm saying, why can't they make a 3D version of just this? It's hard to do with because there's no, 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 no game no, that no, does no. this kind of speed. Well, they and people have their blast processing to back them up. Now wait a minute, though. Actually, the Sega Genesis was more powerful of a system than this no, no, Nintendo. I'm not debating that. It was a faster system than the Super Nintendo. It had faster processing speeds. I understand. Right, but so it couldn't be that hard. I'm not saying make them ultra ultra textured and make all the textures uh, HD. Well, that's what but... the demand is nowadays. Well, that's stupid. Why is it stupid? Because it's not realistic. Why do you need full HD texture rendering in a side-scroller? Because that's what people want. Why do they want that, though? People really don't know what they want. Come on. People want more realistic stuff. That's if like people GTA got stuff. what they wanted, they'd be getting free beer and no taxes. Come on. That has nothing to do with our topic. About this for a second, I think kind of the the Sonic and the Secret Rings people. I have kind of high hopes for them because they made a 3D Sonic game that surprise surprise didn't totally blow. And now their new game, Sonic and the Black Knight, which it's kind of like okay, well, Sonic and the Secret Rings had this whole desert Arabian type feel. They had is he really going to use that sword? He he is. They they they're saying kind of like like uh oh. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It might not be totally bad though. I mean, like I I am not going to have any expectations going into it cuz it's like I was re- I had really high hopes for uh for uh what was it? For the sequel to Rush and then I'm like, "Well, they had to relearn all of their lessons that they listened to the fans." They have a big uh Sega Sega's people that are making the Sonic games have a huge problem with, you know, going one step forward and then like two steps back. They have to keep relearning all this stuff. They listen to their fans too much and don't actually do what they know should be better for them. <sighs> you know, like you you uh, listen to your fans too much and uh, you you screw up the game. Don't listen to uh, uh, don't listen to them enough and you don't know what they want. You know. So right now, the current state of affairs of Sonic is that we have Sonic, a werewolf, Sonic, with the sword, and Sonic, 
the Bioware RPG. But that's what people want. Yeah. Okay, well, this is what I was... I guess a wing here phrased it a lot better than I did. Because I'm kind of tired and I guess I'm not phrasing things correctly. But that's what I was trying to say. You need to strike a balance between what people want and what's realistic. And I'm afraid to say the average gamer does not really know what they want. And if they do, it's not usually possible to do. And it's not realistic. Everything is possible to do. We are in an age where... Like, the imagination is limitless. is limitless. No, I'm serious. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Like, if they want Sonic to be really fast and, and for it to work, they can make it work. But they haven't. They haven't because they, they don't fix their mistakes. They have this running camera problem that they never work to fix. I don't know. I've got uh, at least half of Sonic uh, Unleashed is going to be good, am I right? Uh, if half the game is going to be the if uh, half the game is decent, if half then... the game fixes the camera, then I'd be completely happy playing with that part. Uh, what else haven't we covered for Sonic games? Did you play Sonic's Pocket Adventure for the Neo Geo Pocket Color? Mm, or am I the only person who's played that? That's an Oreo game. You know, I think there's a there's a cartoon we're forgetting. Cartoon. Uh, so wait a minute. So- Wacky Sonic, Saturday AM Sonic. Sonic Unleashed, Sonic the Crappy Anime, Sonic X! Sonic X! There we go. There we go. So, sometime after Advance 2, they're like, hey, we need a sexy new Sonic cartoon, but <laughs> Sonic Underground, not so much. So let's go to our country, because it'll be cheaper there, maybe. And maybe we'll know what we're doing. So they're, <laughs> so they're like, we're totally going to make the coolest Sonic cartoon ever, and it's going to have robots and hookers. In fact, forget the Sonic cartoon. <laughs> Which is literally what they did to the Sonic cart- the Sonic anime. It follows like the whatever little story there was in the Sonic the Hedgehog games, which is fine, you know. Him kind of fighting Robotnik, maybe they talk about uh, Shadow the Hedgehog for a little bit. But we just saw a clip where like Shadow the Hedgehog was fighting like fighter jets in outer fighter space. Fighter jets from characters I've never even seen. I'm like, what the hell is this crap? And there's this evil like villain pandering in the background like soon we will defeat sonic it was like a bad uh like it was like a bad mobile suit gundam or something like that where they had to (laughs) it didn't make any sense and worse off it's done by four kids well it's dubbed by four kids like Uh. they're doing the best they could with something like this yeah but it's still four kids it's like saying the best four kids could do with one piece is whatever they had done you know, let's not bring One Piece into this. Let's well, not bring in have personal. To, get, let's not bring in personal things. Okay, let's not say things I can't take back. <laughs> like Four Kids is not. Four Kids is a bad company, but Sonic X was a bad anime to begin with. Yeah, I don't know. It was a kids show. What do you What do you expect? Japanese we had adventures kind of, of Sonic the Hedgehog. Like that. We had Robotnik becoming super Robotnik and having his butt be his weak point. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Why couldn't that happen? Oh, that's right. The anime doesn't like to be cartoony. Yeah, because it's anime. I mean, if there's one thing cartoons do good, it's wacky, like, cartoon violence, which I like. Yes. Uh, well, I think we've covered basically just about everything for Sonic stuff. Who knows what the future of Sonic will hold? Maybe Sonic will uh, will turn into a vampire? He's already gotten a Simpsons reference, so I think I think Sega should just quit the franchise after they saw that. <laughs> It's like, oh crap! Well, he had no. He had one earlier. Remember when uh, Bart was trying to steal the, the but he video had a direct game? reference. It's like, now. take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. It was a direct it. reference. And Sonic was the person who brought Bart over to the evil side of stealing. It wasn't Mario. It was Sonic. 
I think that speaks wonders. <laughs> oh, man. He's gotten the Simpsons reference. I say, put in him in his casket. Oh, yeah. you know what? You know what game we're missing? Hmm. Brawl. Oh, he was a weak character. You know, we're also missing uh, Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. Brawl. I'm just gonna say, Sonic sucks in Brawl. I could, Boy, does he ever! I could beat him with Captain Omar. Sonic is not cheap. Okay, Sonic is way too fast for a fighting game. First of all, I can't control the damn blue blur. I can control him. It's just he has no fight. There's yeah. no. He doesn't take give any damage to anyone. Right. His forward smash decent. His up and down smash don't really launch very far. His throws aren't all that good. He just doesn't do enough damage, and he doesn't have good hitboxes. Everything's very circly. And the assist trophy is Shadow. Hooray! Yay! Yeah. Not tails. Not knuckles. Not. Uh, I guess they're just gonna throw those characters away because everyone loves Shadow so much. Well, we were ex- well, at least it gave us the one thing we've always wanted to do. Have Mario and Sonic together in a game. Yeah, I mean... We... Hanging out, drinking beers. Ah, uh, man, that would be so great. But then, Forming uh, a giant robot together. Yeah, you know, doing the Olympics together. Yes. You know, running track and field and... Well, well, should we sure... well, we sure know who might win the run track and field part of it. Mario, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Dr. Robotnik, actually, because for some reason he's a power character in that game, and he is just as freaking fast as like almost any of the other characters really? in running. You play that game, you're expecting it's like, oh hey, my name is Eggman. You know, I'm gonna be slow as hell. He is not. How is he supposed to be jumping hurdles and stuff? I I'm just nerding it out here, but it just blows my mind. You know, the guy was shaped like a freaking ball in the first games. So I'm like, that guy could no way in no shape or He's form got jump. The wrong legs on him. Yeah, he's got long dancers' legs. That's what they did to all the new Sonic characters. What Sonic char- so what characters have we not mentioned? There's Sonic, okay. there's Tails, there's Amy. Sonic, there's Tails, Big. Amy, Knuckles, Metal Sonic, Dr. Robotnik, then uh, all the Chaotix, Charmy the Bee, uh, Vector the Crocodile, Espio the Chameleon, Ar- uh, Army the Armadillo, uh, Ray the Squirrel, uh, Te- what was it, Fang the Sniper, Tack the Bomber, uh, We've got enough here. I've got enough. I could go on and on. Big the cat, I shadow think, the hedgehog. I think we're, we're about done. Too with many Sonic. friends. Just give me Sonic. Let me run real fast to the left or to the right. Occasionally jump and blow something up when I jump on it. That's it. That's not. That's all I'm asking people. Ditto. That's some opinion there, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Well. Nice it, retort. Yeah, that's all I've got. Sorry. Now. Now that we've wasted our minds of Sonic, we can talk about more interesting topics. Like Mario. And Luigi. Tune in next week where we'll talk about the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Never. Maybe. Maybe mm. eventually. No. I really want to get more into Rhythm Tengoku. God, do I love that game. You got a DS? Freaking import Rhythm Tengoku. Okay. okay. So this has been the Sonic Podcast with me, Filthy Monkey, Wing Zero, and our special guest host once again, Avenger. Very, very special indeed. Well, yeah. yeah, you don't have to rub it in that you're retarded. <laughs> yeah, I know, honestly. I think our I think our <laughs> listeners can piece that together anyway. All right, uh, have a nice night and have a wonderful tomorrow. Yeah, and don't play the new Sonic games. Bad. Good night, good luck. Kids, there's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. It's your body. 
No one has the right to touch you if you don't want them to. So what do you do? First, you say no. Then, you get out of there. Most important, you gotta tell someone you trust. Like your parents, your teacher, a police officer. Supersonic flight, gotta keep it going 